This week at AveMariaRadio.net's Poll of the Week, we want to know, do you think the bishops will draft a document about Eucharistic coherence? Let us know now by going to AveMariaRadio.net, scrolling down on the homepage and clicking on Poll of the Week. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Steve. Great job, as always. Jerry Usher in for Al Cresta today. Hour number two is underway, and as Steve mentioned, in the news, and that is coming up right now. Dr. Matthew Bunsen is going to join us. He is following the proceedings at the annual June meeting of the USCCB, the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops. Dr. Matthew Bunsen is executive editor and Washington bureau chief of EWTN News, a senior fellow at the St. Paul Center for Biblical Theology, author of more than 50 books, a historian, professor, editor, theologian, and faculty chair at Catholic Distance University, and he still finds time to join us on Cresta in the Afternoon, if you can believe it. <laughs> Dr. Bunsen, welcome. How are you? Good afternoon. Great to be with you. I always love any chance to talk to you, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Uh, it's, a, it's a sweet uh, sweet providence that we uh, get to do this, uh, spend this time together on the program. So um, I, I have uh, kind of a number of uh, agenda items that the bishops are discussing here, so we can we can go over any number of those. But why don't you give us just, uh, first of all, uh, maybe a first day uh, snapshot of, of what, what, what happens on a first day. Probably not the meat of it all, but they probably do a lot of preparatory stuff. Well, it, this is uh, a day that I... I hesitate to use the term unprecedented, but uh, in some ways it is more than unusual. Uh, to put it bluntly, it took them an hour simply to approve their agenda uh, for this meeting. So that's usually a very pro forma type of a vote, but this gives you an idea of the possible contentious nature of what we could be looking at, especially tomorrow. And the point of contention among them is this proposed document on uh, the Eucharist uh, that uh, is being proposed by the Doctrine Committee of the Bishops uh, to stress and to reiterate Church teaching on Eucharistic coherence or Eucharistic consistency. There is a, a group of bishops that is adamantly opposed to virtually any conversation about that topic, and they are especially uh, opposed to uh, drafting a document uh, that would push or reiterate church teaching on a Eucharistic consistency. Wow, you know, is it just me, uh, Dr. Bunsen, or uh, it, it seems so at, you know, odd that you know, there, a bishop could be opposed to something? I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm almost speechless, which is rare for me. <laughs> well, their, their argument is that this is a, a very complicated, a very sensitive topic, uh, and they want uh, what they were proposing today uh, was, it turned out to be a minority group of bishops, uh, was to have essentially an open-ended discussion that every bishop would be asked to weigh in on this uh, and uh, to have uh, their opinion expressed. Now, as anyone is aware, and this is especially true uh, in any meeting, but especially a virtual one, that that could stretch into days uh, to try to complete that sort of a, a debate and discussion. Uh, and at the end of the day, the motion uh, to have this sort of open-ended uh, discussion point was defeated, and they moved on to what would be more of a regular uh, agenda. But this gives us an idea, I think, of what is in store probably tomorrow and what we can anticipate uh, going forward as this document presumably is approved, uh, at least the drafting of it. I mean, that one of the things that's been lost in a lot of this conversation is the fact that uh, they're not actually voting on a draft. They are voting uh, on a proposal to begin discussions of right. a draft. 
Uh, so there is, a again, this, I think at times even deliberate misrepresentation in the secular media and in some progressive Catholic media uh, that the bishops were preparing to vote to deny or strip Joe Biden of the right to have communion. Right. Well, and you mentioned it is a it is a, a sensitive issue, of course, but but it's 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 so central to our to our faith. So I, I would think you know because of of those facts and, and others that it's it's maybe all the more important that I mean the, the Catholic faithful have been kind of crying out for something like this in a sense for for decades now, have they not? I mean it's you know this seems like a good time for the bishops to step up and you know go ahead and, and take something like this on. Well, that's right. Uh, There was a document in 2006 uh, that touched on many of these same points. And here we are, almost 15, 16 years later, uh, still grappling with this as a problem. Now, there are two aspects, I think, that uh, the majority of bishops recognize. The first is that we have the unprecedented circumstances of a Catholic president in President Joe Biden, who announces always that he's a devout Catholic, his his supporters announce that he's a devout Catholic, and yet he very publicly and obstinately holds positions that are directly in opposition to the teachings of the Church, in particular on the preeminent issue of abortion. So we have that as a potential source of scandal and confusion among the faithful. At a time, and this is the second point, that uh, based on a lot of polling, including EWTN News's Real Clear Opinion Research poll just from last year, that barely 50% of Catholics understand or believe in the real presence. So this is a, a Eucharistic crisis uh, that needs to be dealt with, and the bishops are proposing to look at a document on Eucharistic consistency for all Catholics, but then they're also going to be discussing, especially on Friday, a document on Eucharistic revival. We need both. Yeah. Dr. Matthew Bunsen with us here on Cresta in the afternoon. By the way, uh, Dr. Bunsen will be hosting this program for Al Cresta on Friday. I am Jerry Usher in for Al today. Okay, uh, we can we can move along because obviously there's a lot a lot of other things being discussed there. Um, I, I'll leave it to you, Dr. Bunsen. I have I have a, a number of action items listed here in front of me, but in terms of say, I guess if you can kind of prioritize or, or set a, a significance to any of them, what 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 would you what would you touch upon next? Yeah, I think, well, the Eucharistic Revival document uh, that uh, Bishop Cousins uh, will be presenting, I think, is crucial that we were just discussing. But there are a couple others, and and I'm glad that you want to talk about that, because we're at risk of having all of that overshadowed by this other discussion. There's a pastoral framework for marriage and family life, uh, a pastoral framework for youth and young adults. But then there's also uh, something that I, I has not been getting much attention at all, uh, and that is uh, to authorize a new kind of formal statement and what they're describing as a comprehensive vision for ministry to Native Americans and Alaska Natives. And that strikes me, especially in light of uh, what happened to the discovery a few weeks ago of the, of the so-called mass grave in Canada, of uh, indigenous peoples there, uh, as well as the long and very difficult history of Native Americans, especially Native American Catholics. This is a very providential document uh, that they're going to be discussing. And I really look forward to not only seeing this approved, which I think it will be, but to reading what they turn out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you know, also, um, we have the, uh, another agenda item, the, uh, the approval of three translations by ISIL, the International <laughs> Commission on English and the Liturgy. I know you laugh. I laugh. A lot of people. ISIL has uh, definitely a spotty, uh, you know, history and past, <laughs> right. if you will. Um, but what are the doc- what are the tra- three translations? What, what documents are there? What, you know, 
Right. Well, there's always a risk of making this all sound like stereo instructions. But uh, essentially, these are new translations. Uh, one is uh, the Book of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of the Church, for use in, in dioceses across the United States. Then there's also a, um, a, the Book of Order of Penance for use in the diocese. But the one I think that uh, is most interesting to the average Catholic, and the one I think that uh, will have the most sort of day-to-day influence on Catholics, is a new translation of the Liturgy of the Hours. So if, if you say the, the Liturgy of the Hours every day, uh, this is going to be a new translation that they're hoping to uh, complete uh, and to get approved. Uh, I think the estimates are probably will be published in 2024, but this is the next important step in that. And it's a translation of many of the changes that were introduced after the Second Vatican Council and then subsequent translations uh, that were made, for example, in the Roman Missal, I think around 2011. So this is going to be one of those documents that has two things. So the first is it's going to change uh, the actual reading of the Liturgy of the Hours for the average Catholic, but it also means that if you are an owner of that huge set, that big set of <laughs> books of the Liturgy of the Hours, you're going to have to go buy another Get one. Get to buy a new set, yeah, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> This this is a, it's a, it's a conspiracy, Doctor Bunsen, the, the publisher. <laughs> it's kind of like the the the, uh, the the Catholic Church uh, forbidding meat on Friday because the, the apostles were all fishermen, right? Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, one aspect to it too is that um, I expect there will be. So- like there's always controversy about almost everything now. There will probably be a little bit of controversy or, or upheaval about the, the, the quality of the translation or the nature of the translation. And this is also a reflection in one of the recent changes under Pope Francis that he's granted much more latitude to bishops' conferences like the USCCB or, or bishops' conferences around the world uh, in how they go about translating things. Now, obviously, uh, you want to have the most thorough and uh, realistic and theologically sound translations, but I'm sure there just as there was with the Roman Missal, there's going to be a lot of complaining about it. Yeah. Crusted in the afternoon, our guest, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, we're talking about day one of the Spring General Assembly of the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops taking place virtually this year. Um, by the way, are, how, how, how are they doing? Is, is this Zoom or what are they, uh, what are they using? Uh, the best way to describe it is think of one of the world's biggest Zoom meetings. You uh, have yeah. literally hundreds of bishops uh, who are connected uh, and uh, they, they wave their hands and, and try to speak. I would say technically uh, it can be very difficult watching from time to time because not every bishop is going to be a, a, you know, a, up to spar on uh, uh, the technical technology, requirements yeah. and technology. Uh, so you'll have bishops who will be talking for some time and they don't realize they're muted, that sort of thing. But that's just the reality also, as all of us have grown accustomed to the reality of Zoom. But yeah. um, in this case, uh, it's, it seems to be a reasonably efficient system. Uh, they used it back in November for their last meeting. And, of course, one of the arguments about having uh, any of these types of intense discussions is the, the question, can you have these virtually? And it does seem to me, certainly after watching day one, that, yes, you can have pretty intense discussions even on Zoom. Right. Well, we, we only have uh, two, I think, two minutes here, actually, yeah. 90 seconds before the music. The approval of the drafting of a national pastoral framework for youth and young adults. That's uh, probably a significant project as well. Uh, it is. Uh, I think this is uh, someone, another one of those badly needed uh, type of frameworks, uh, given the many social and cultural challenges that we have. In much the same way that the, the framework for marriage and family life, uh, it's called Call to the Joy of Love. So it's a, a reflection, really, in the part of the bishops uh, of Pope Francis's exhortation, Amoris Laetitia, of course, which is a somewhat controversial document. Before we go, I also want to point out that uh, they're being asked uh, to promote uh, the 
two causes for canonization, one of Joseph right. Verbus Lafleur, uh, and the other, um, Marinus Leonard LaRue, a professed brother of the Order of St. Benedict. Both of them are remarkable people, and I hope we have the chance to get to know them a lot better in the coming years. Well, very good. So the uh, the uh, Spring General Assembly goes through Friday, is it? Or yes, it does. Uh, yeah. Probably late into Friday, based <laughs> on today. Say, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say as, as long as they can wrap things up. Um, very good. Well, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, always enjoy your time, uh, and I know that people uh, really appreciate you jumping in to, to fill in for Al, which I know you're looking forward to doing again on Friday of this week. Very much so. It's a, a joy to be with you, and, and I look forward to having more discussions about the USCCB uh, on Friday. Yeah. How, how, are, how are people finding you best uh, online and the work that you're doing? Well, you can find me at Matt Bunsen on Twitter, uh, and I always send people to uh, EWTNnews.com. All right. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Always great to connect with you on the radio, and we got to do it in person sometime pretty soon, hopefully with, hopefully with no mask. Amen. God bless. <laughs> God bless. Dr. Matthew Bunsen, always in the know about things in the church and in the world. Guess who's going to join us next? Cy Kellett, the host of Catholic Answers Live. Cy has a new book out, and we're going to talk about the contents of that, so stick around.